Hello everyone and welcome to the third episode of Piston Rings and Car Things. On today's show, we'll be talking about auto versus manual. So I can, uh, at least I would think I can speak for all of us, and including Cole, who's not with us today, that manual transmission is better. I well. don't agree with that. Well. <laughs> okay, manual transmission is more fun. And that's it? Yes. <laughs> I could that's the whole episode. Game. That's it. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so, um, autos nowadays are pretty much better in every single way you could think of. And it, I would even get a car with it. I'd trade my S4 for a DSG S4, even some other RS Audi with paddles, yeah. just because it feels like a video game when I drive one. Yeah, I but, will be completely honest. I do miss driving manual transmission ever since I swapped to my uh, RS7. But the ZF8 is stupid fast. Yeah. Like, you cannot replicate that with a manual transmission as much as I love the feeling of a manual transmission. I've only ever had automatic, so I'm fine with it. I love me some manual driving, but at the end of the yeah. day... And not having to worry about that uh, left leg cardio workout, uh, I think I'm good with that. <laughs> after yeah, right. um, after coming back from from your place the other weekend, getting stuck mm. in dead stop traffic for 20 minutes, <laughs> where I have a brand new clutch, and not only is it brand new, it's an unsprung clutch. So yeah. I'm just there in traffic, just e back and forth, trying to find the biting point without making the car shit itself. Yeah, <laughs> it was hell. It was twenty minutes of me just—I don't know—struggling. <laughs> Needless to say, when we got to my house, he got out of the car. It looked like his left leg came out of the Tour de France. That's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like stood up for a second. I'm like, I don't even want to go to my place. Drive the rest of the twenty minutes to get to my house. <laughs> I just wanted to fall asleep right there. <laughs> yeah, I don't really blame you. Like, I, I, I genuinely don't miss but i miss manual transmission like i don't yeah. miss sitting in traffic especially in godforsaken new york good god i hated every I second mean, of it oh like just for me it's just the unsprung clutch that i have in that car yeah if it was my s4 with the sprung clutch and the lower biting point and everything up until that point until i put this clutch in i've i've been driving manual since uh 2016 mm. i've never complained about driving stick in traffic yeah. ever and that's just because the Audi clutch feels proper in traffic yeah. compared to when I used to work uh, as a transporter, when I used to drive Honda clutches, stuff like that. It, it would be hell. Yeah. Uh, the Ford clutch that I had, I don't know how to describe it. it was, I mean, yours it was, was okay. It wasn't yeah. as spongy as a Honda clutch, but... Yeah. It was definitely... It was leaning more towards the VW Audi side of yeah. clutch feel, in a way. What's your take on it? Because you definitely drove it, Lewis. So, what's your take on my clutch, my well, my old car's clutch, I should say. I mean, it's not bad. I don't really have much to compare it to. That's fair. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like point. the first that's, manual that's we drove in a point. while. I mean, the only thing I can compare it to is an Audi clutch, and yeah. <laughs> that thing does not stand <laughs> up to an Audi clutch. Yeah. I mean, like, driving manual, I remember when we were in uh, in Maryland, not this year, but we went last year, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, last year for H2I, when I had to drive your clutch, 
Well, well yeah. we weren't going anywhere. We we're just driving up and down the strip. But I had Adidas NMDs on, and if you don't know the shoe, it has like a one-inch heel on the back. Mm-hmm. So getting used to that shoe with the heel and the clutch um, engage- engagement point. It was. I couldn't drive. I was like, Marcus, you get to drive this car. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I don't know. You, you, you have the tendency no, but see, to it's always come with NMDs were... whenever you have to drive manuals. Yeah, but you were NMDs, and it was no problem for you. So I must have just. I've been never, I've, yeah, I've never had problems with NMDs. But you only wear them. NMDs when I drive manual. I wear like van slip-ons, van skate highs, stuff like that. I, I used to when I was in college. I used to swear by Air Jordan ones was the perfect driving shoe for manual. And I still do in a way, but yeah. just everything, any any shoe that's flat and doesn't have like too much of a heel is great for driving manual. Yeah, um, my uh, Air Force ones, my black Air Force ones that I wear all the damn time because I'm trying to cause fucking havoc. Um, oh, they were great. Energy. Oh. <laughs> They've been absolutely great for driving manual. I can't complain. But anything else, like I even wore my goddamn docks and drove manual, and I wasn't having any issues. Yeah, doesn't doesn't dock have like a a one and a quarter kind of platform thing going on? Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> but they're like really like they've got a lot of ridges, so it was kind of iffy at first. Oh yeah, I, I remember starting. Um, actually, no, it wasn't a winter boot, but it had these Vans, um, you know, kind of winter esque boots where yeah. it had the the little granules on the bottom and shit like that, mm. where you would catch one of the knobs on the bottom and just lose the clutch completely. <laughs> no way. <laughs> or if it would slip um, off in the snow and all that, whatever. Yeah, the, I will say um, my Ford Focus clutch pedal, I had to replace it twice because of how much I wore it down. The pedal itself? Yeah, like the actual, like the rubber that sits on the actual, like, pedal i had to replace it twice oh i was about to replace it the second time i would have needed to replace it twice because it got wor- that worn down hmm. i've never really Bird. seen that in a car built for tough built for yeah. tough <laughs> it, it, it's genuinely ridiculous like Uh-oh. my a4 clutch is just the, the actual you know pedal arm and then just rubber and the s4 clutch is rubber and metal and none of that's worn down in like the maybe six or seven years Really, I mean, other than when your car decides to swallow its clutch. Um, um so <laughs> <laughs> I will say that speaking of swallowing clutch, uh, Cole's car is swallowing his clutch already. What yes. do you like? It got worse since uh, the yeah. cars and coffee that we've been to. Yeah, really. No. He he needs. I don't know what he's waiting for. Longer. He's just gonna end up like me, where I'm just stranded on the side of the road. With my slave cylinder. You wonder why he's waiting? Why? Because he has no money from buying a goddamn Xbox Series X. <laughs> for whatever fucking reason. So it's just I mean, like, like when when you get into these Volkswagen and Audis, like I've I was gonna say you guys did, but your guys' cars haven't turned into money pits like mine have yet. Oh you God, gotta just have right. money on the side to be ready. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be ready to just That's an R O seven. Yeah, lots of <laughs> immobile paperweight. <laughs> God, it's gonna be. Yeah, you so just gotta be ready crazy. to dish out some money for like a clutch or anything at that point, especially for yeah. it being the 2.0 T motor. I know like every problem that that thing has, so I'm just waiting for it to happen to his GTI. Yeah, like well, I mean, what is it? His the, uh... his motor is uh, over 100k at this point. Yeah, so 
the things that went for me after I bought mine at like 118k um, intake runner flaps, injectors. Um, actually, other than that, my A4 has been more reliable than the S4. <laughs> but 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 I the the slave cylinder for his car I I know that's going yeah hundred percent I know that feel and have you felt it the way when you press down on the mm-hmm. clutch it like has the springiness and then it just goes down a little bit with less pressure yeah yeah it's it's weird I never felt that before but I want to say he either needs a bleed master cylinder or a slave cylinder because the master or cylinder feeds just get all three at this point and just to be safe right yeah. yeah. <laughs> Considering it's coal, but <laughs> yeah, the preventative maintenance if it doesn't require it, because mm-hmm. with 100k miles, you might as well, yeah. Um, Ding. but um, so uh, Audi needs to make manual transmissions again. I'm pretty sure I did see uh, a are you talking a about the on, uh, yeah, an A4. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, an A4. so in twenty A4, there I in twenty sixteen, no, twenty seventeen, because the S the the Audi A5 S5 platform went to twenty seventeen, and then the A4 platform went to twenty sixteen for the B8.5s on both cars. So when they finally brought out the B9 platform in twenty seventeen for the A4s, they did a limited run of forty manual transmission cars, and that was it. And when I was um, looking to buy an S4 before I got mine, I actually saw a manual transmission A4 for sale, one of forty for thirty-one grand, and I was like this close to buying it. Yeah, but I was yeah, like, do I really want to go price. for from an A4 to an A4 just to be say that I could have one of the forty cars that were made in it? I don't know. Wait, was it only A4s that were made, or was there... A4s? As far as I know, it was a limited run forty for the A4s. I don't know about anything with the the A three platform. I, I don't even know if they no, they didn't do a manual A five. For the um, yeah, I don't think they did. For B eight point five, B eight point five, most likely maybe yeah, because I know there were manual S fives. I don't know about A fives. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the B nine it was only A fours that were yeah. released. Yeah. And what is it in the uh, in the B nines? The torque converter eight speed. I believe. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a DSG because the DSG for Audi is seven speed. I think they ditched the DSG altogether with this new generation that's out right now. Mm-hmm. It's all torque converter or PDK or whatever they use. <sighs> yeah, I believe so. The US market needs manuals yeah. and Audis, and we also need the hatch. Audi! I know you hear yes. me. Bring the hatch. I will sell my soul for the for an <laughs> RS3 hatch. Yeah, I think we all uh, will. Uh, wait, isn't it already? Uh, isn't there already one in a? And before anyone says it, I'm not getting a Golf R. It is my dream car, but I would. Yeah, kill I was gonna say that's your dream car. R3 after hatch. the S5, believe it or not. <laughs> Even before the S5, the Never Golf R was always my. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm not gonna lie. It was a GTI with an inline five swap in it. Mm. That was my actual dream car. There's a but, company up in Connecticut right now, I believe Connecticut, I don't know, but they Daza swapped a Golf R and a Volkswagen Alltrack, which is the all road but yeah. Volkswagen platform. Hmm. 
all-wheel drive five-cylinder turbo. Both, uh, I think they only come auto, so both auto. Yeah. Yeah, let me just... It, you know, it sucks, that, it sucks that they're getting rid of the TTRS, because back in the... I mean, they're getting rid of the R8, too. They're getting rid of the R8, they're getting rid of the TTRS, but um, in the... Before this generation of TTRS, the Mark III's in the Mark II platform, they were offered a manual. And those things were rocket ships. <laughs> First gear, second gear, and then third gear is just the rocket year for one of those cars. <laughs> yeah, uh, literally like, a pocket rocket. I wouldn't be surprised, actually. Yeah, I would be surprised if Audi brought back the TTRS maybe like two decades from now and gave us a manual. But who knows? I don't yeah. think they would waste a manual on a TTRS. They would probably bring back another uh, TTRS like Heritage Edition, like another limited run. I don't know because like the TTRS is like the Miata of Audi, in a way. You know. Yeah, that's true. The size, the whippability. I don't know if I go as far as a Miata. Yeah, maybe not the Miata. Well, it's definitely above a Miata, but that's the closest thing Audi has to a Miata. I don't know. It's the TTRS is just too niche of a car, which is. What do you say about the TTS? I think the TT in general. Yeah. Just not like the TT. If anything, the, the Mark II, or no, not even the, the Mark I TTs with the baseball glove interior. Yeah. If anything, those are the Miatas. The yeah, the TTRS is like a Miata with a Hellcat engine. Because Pretty much. Miatas are slow as shit. <laughs> Speaking of Hellcats, isn't it true that they don't offer them in manual anymore at all? Not anymore. They did for a little while. Yeah, when the Hellcats first came out with the narrow body series on the Challengers and Chargers, they were offered in manual. But and I think ever since they brought out the wide body variants, they're not available anymore. Actually, no. I did see a couple wide body manual transmissions. Okay, so I'm wrong then. So, but um, uh, speaking of Audi Mm -hmm. and all their lovely transmissions, uh, they are doing a really good job on the EV drive. In my opinion. I have no clue what that is. EV, it's it's their, their one speed transmission oh, that they have. The, okay. Yeah. For their EVs, gotcha. Yeah. Is that actually what Audi calls it, EV drive? Or is that just uh, a, no. it's a just, general it's, name? General. It's, just, it's a great... It, it, like I feel like it's good to distinguish an EV's drive system yeah. from an automatic or even a man like it definitely can't compare to a manual but it's definitely yeah. not an automatic it works different and it should be distinguished as such um most of them are one speeds the the Taycan is actually a two yeah speed i was gonna say the Taycan's a two speed and i believe since they share the same platform the rs e-tron gt is also a two speed Maybe. Honestly, I'm not too sure. I'm yeah. about to look that up. RS e-tron GT. Because I, I haven't had a chance to to take a ride in an RS e-tron. It is a two-speed. You are correct. Yeah, two-speed, right? Yeah. No, I figured it was like same platform. I actually saw one on the road yesterday, and I was. You want to so know? Confused. As much as I like, I want as much as when I keep talking about the EV, I just remembered today. I saw a RS6, and I would kill so many people <laughs> to get an RS6. Yes, yeah, with a manual transmission. I saw one uh what last Sunday on the way to Oktoberfest and oof. All black AI agent, he was joking. <laughs> um like, it's, I mean it, yeah, it, I'm pretty sure everybody nowadays would kill for an R six. 
if you know what the car is, you know? Yeah. Now that the US market has it, I feel like almost everybody kind of knows the RSX and like how high it's placed on the pedestal in a way. Yeah. Can you, Marcus, can you look up the dip, like why it's a two speed? Like, what does the second speed do? Because right. so I, first... I think the second speed is their boost. No, I know what it is. And this is like the technical, technical terminology for it, word for word, by Ferdinand Porsche himself. The first speed is hair, and the second speed is bear. <laughs> Listen, I'm a three speed. I'm here, there, and gone. Well, they didn't, they didn't think about they didn't think about gone because gone would leave the driver behind too. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, but I mean, I've never ridden in one of those with the two speed, you know, EV trans or whatever. So I, mean, I don't the only know experience what experience I really have of the Taycan and its two speed is Forza. Um, mm-hmm. And just knowing I got to shift up when it's time to hit gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I really don't know the exact reasoning behind the two speeds. Um, Marcus is looking it up as we speak. Yeah, but, I'm, I'm trying to find it. Um, when it comes to like EVs and their means of. Uh, how would you refer to it? I would like what do you for power delivery yeah yeah in a sense, yeah power delivery yeah. um i feel like it's good to distinguish it from an automatic just because you're not necessarily shifting gears most evs nowadays they might have paddle shifters but it's not to shift gears it's mostly to change the way the braking is yeah the the curse <laughs> <laughs> the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. braking yeah, yeah there it the is. paddle shifters are really for Mm-hmm. Um, just because when you're in a normal car, when you're shifting gears, you, you're shifting gears to yeah. try and keep up with the RPMs. In an EV, you're straight up just sending current to the motors, whether it be one motor, two motors, three motors in some of these hypercars, um, like the SF90, it's just like they should have a place of their own. Yeah. Um, most people aren't going to like EVs, but, you know, they, they're they slowly creeping their way into the economy. And yeah. we're going to have to just get used to seeing a lot more EVs on the road sooner rather I than I mean, later. so as far as I'm seeing, it is literally just so, like, there's... Higher speed. Higher speed and less torque on a single gear. Because mm. when I think of single gear, I always think of CV. CVT. Or whatever it is. Yeah, CVT. There it yeah, is. CVT trans- transmission. Yeah. Yep. That's whenever I think that's what I think of single speed. Like mm-hmm. it just and then with the f- stupid paddle shifters that you get with the CVT or I it's gonna be always be a one speed. It's just gonna change like the ten like how it doesn't even is. change anything because I ha- I had a few CVT cars as a loner one time. Well yeah. a few times not one time, but what it what the paddles do on the CVTs that I've experienced, it just simulates a uh, a regular gearbox. Yeah. Where you'll have to shift gears and it'll oh, downshift and all that, but oh, I, it's I all fake. Up. I looked it up. It's the Taycan specifically, and I'm assuming it does the same thing for the RS H1 GT, uh, just because they pretty much share the same platform. 
Mm-hmm. The low the the low gear in a sense is used just straight up for acceleration and all the juiciness when it comes to speed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then the second gear is literally used specifically for just being more efficient. It's not yeah, I was going to say, it's probably a, an efficiency that. gear, an Autobahn gear, you know? Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. You're on the highway, you shift yeah. to the higher gear. And it just, what it does is that when it does shift up to that higher gear, it uh, disables the rear axle as well to okay. then become, I guess, a front wheel drive mm-hmm. uh, efficiency machine. Yeah. I wonder if you could feel the uh, the shift once you get up to speed on the highway. I highly doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it, right? It was just like kind of so. a disconnecting the motors like thing. Turning smooth. off the motor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially the way they have it set up. Like, the, we're looking at a picture of the transmission right now. I'm sure that thing shifts <laughs> like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. You will not notice a pin drop in that car once that transmission shifts gears. Hmm. Um. What else is there? We can go back to the fact that manual. There are most manual transmissions are either four, five, or six. I'm pretty sure there are seven speeds out there, or eight speeds out there. I mean, in modern transmissions, I've only ever seen like yeah, modern transmissions five five speed. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. but like five focus, and six are the common. Yeah. Wait, what? If you get a focus, like a normal focus, like non-ST, Base. okay, you, you can get a manual transmission with it, and it's a five-speed. Hmm. And yeah, eight speed in a in a regular car is wild. Yeah, that is a lot of banging of gears you're mm-hmm. gonna be doing in your whatever has an eight-speed transmission. Wait, don't Porsche 911s have a seven-speed manual? Yes. Yeah. There you go. The seven is the gone gear. <laughs> that is yeah, the super gone gear. Yeah. That's, that's that's rocket ship launch right there. Yeah. I want to drive seven speed Porsche. Uh, now we fun. can also talk about the fact and we don't know shit. <laughs> Manual transmissions in semi trucks. Oh, they have oh like I wanna drive one so 20, bad. Twenty something gears. It's ridiculous. Eighteen. Like in total, including like the half gears and stuff, isn't it like yeah, it's like eighteen truck? or something. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, there is a manual that, I, manual eight speed. That. Really? In what car? Um, I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> what cars uh, have manual? Go down. Speed? It's you literally <laughs> passed it. Ten, ten oh, no, no, that's eight, eight speed. speed. I'm talking about manual. What car has oh. manual eight speed? Oh god, that thing said nine speed. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> no, no, I've never seen a car with an eight speed manual. No, I guess not. What they made this and they made an uh, an F one hundred and fifty Raptor in manual. Interesting. Oh no, it's a, well, no, it says ten speed. What's this? Oh, with the most gears, manual and automatic? Okay. Yeah. 9.11? Let's see. Uh, it's crazy that... Seven gears, yeah. It's just... Fuel, no, so apparently so seven, seven gears is, is fuel efficiency. Yeah. It's crazy so. that Volkswagen... Volkswagen... Wow, Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Volkswagen's uh, umbrella has <laughs> manual transmissions, but Audi doesn't. Yeah, I love that Volkswagen has it, 
Porsche has it, but I mean, Audi doesn't have it. If you look at it between like Volkswagen, Audi, and Porsche, out of the three, you would kind of figure that Audi has the least amount of manual, um, you know, fans, I guess. How do you feel about that? I don't think that's true. Because I see a lot of, like... I mean, are you speaking in terms of, like, the demographic that drives those cars? In a sense, yeah. What, the, the Volkswagen has the youngins? The Porsche the Volkswagen has the, has the youngins. The, the Porsche, Porsche has the youngins that got older and still want to drive manual. Um, so what are the Audi demographics? Oh, they're the... Uh, the sixty-year-old businessmen that don't want to drive. Yeah, they're the suits. <laughs> or, or the the sixty-year-old dude that bought a a S four for his sixteen-year-old daughter. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, uh, that's pretty much <laughs> similar to the case for my car, but regardless, have you guys seen oh, the new A ninety one manual Supra that just came out? That's actually no, available for order. But yeah. I was about to talk about the super, like the super transmission. Mm-hmm. I, the, it's a ZF8, which is the same transmission as mine. The fact that I have like, the transmission that I'm using is used in so many different vehicles. Oh, yeah, it's actually ridiculous. It, it, yep. The utilization of the Z, ZF8 is ridiculous. It goes Alfa Romeo, Alpina, Aston Martin, Audi, Bentley, BMW. I thought the Alfa Romeo Chrysler. had a DCT. I, I thought so too. There's uh, 27 oh. different vehicles that uses the ZF8 transmission. Wow. I was not expecting You know, I kind of expected more. No, that's the just eight brands. Vehicles out there. Oh, brands. Okay. That's okay. just eight brands. Yeah. And then when you get into the applications, yeah, it's long so, list. so many. Really? So Even Land Rovers. Jesus. Yeah. So you got the Alfa Romeo Guglia, you got the uh, Alfa Romeo Stelvio. Both Stelvio of them have the Guglia. same. The entire Alpina lineup. The Guglia. <laughs> the entire Alpina. Shut up. <laughs> the... <laughs> Leave me alone, okay? It's, it's been a long day. It's been a long day. I've never heard it called the Guglia. Guglia. But I wonder for, for Alfa Romeo. Um, I wonder if that's just like their actual normal models, or if it's. I think it would because it would it would probably show models. it because this shows RS7 and A7. Yeah, because I could have swore that the Alfa Romeo, um, Julia Quad was a DCT. Well, we can find out right now, most yeah. likely. Maybe I don't think so. It doesn't seem like that way. Turbocharged. <laughs> what? <laughs> Diesel engine? Apparently, they made diesel engines. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, so, European oh. market. So, engine and transmission. Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. I guess they changed, but it says eighty-eight. So I have no idea at this point. But yeah, like continuing on with the fact that the fucking ZF8, the DBS Super Legera hmm. has the same exact transmission. Yeah, the ZF8 is in pretty much and every. S4, apparently, what S4? What? Yeah, the B9s. B9s have the ZF8. Yeah, torque converter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
S4s okay. before that were DSG or manual. Oh wow, Dodge Challenger, Dodge Charger. Yeah, anything, any Dodge product with the 3.5 V6 has a ZF8. Three point six V6 is three point six motors. Hmm? Great wall great motors. Wall that's motors. a tank. Tank three hundred. Oh, that's oh, I know it's a SUV. Oh, this is a Chinese. These are Chinese vehicles. That's okay. what they're. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. Great yeah. wall motors. That mm, makes lots of sense. <laughs> yeah, I know All the right. Cherokees have uh, ZF8s. So my cousin yeah. bought one that was like kind of straight piped, and like I you floored said, it. Thing with a three point six Pentastar. I floored it, and it had that little burble when it shifted. I was like, no way a Jeep has this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Morgan has it. Porsche Cayenne. Mm-hmm. Swimming so super fifth generation. Yep. The Amarok. BMWs, everything. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I think it's time to discuss the uh, pros and cons of autos and manuals. Manual transmission better for rally. Fuck you. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. Well, they use sequential gear. Honestly. Yeah, they use sequential. Well, that's still technically manual transmission, considering you're still changing the gears and you still have a clutch pedal. I mean, well, I don't know how they work, but isn't the clutch pedal just used for like first, first gear? gear? It's still a clutch and then everything, pedal. yeah. Then everything from then shifting up and down is just actually, you know, what do you, what do you think about uh, the R8? Well, I what I dubbed the semi-automatic gearbox. I have no idea about it, honestly. I have n- not a fucking... Wait, so they were offered in the six-speed gated, and then... Yes, and then, and the then semi-automatic. The semi-automatic. So it's not just a regular auto, it's the semi-auto? Yeah, well, I so, call it semi-auto. So is it similar to the BMW's uh, SMG transmissions back in the day? Which is basically... Mm. All, all I know is it had a neutral gate, Mm-hmm. And then it had a to the right of it, you would shift over and you can go up and down in gears, like mm-hmm. a sequential, basically. That's basically what it was. It was basically a sequential in a sense. Mm. Um, and then it had an auto mode where you could just pop it over and let it do its own thing. But there was, but there was it no It's called the R-Tronic transmission. Mm. I know the, the Lamborghini Gallardo had something similar where. They offered it in the gated manual along with oh, the yeah, R8. Yeah, because the R8 and the uh, yeah, same platform, same exact car, pretty much. Yeah, so it was. I, I watched a video on it where you had the gated manual or you had the SM, the the semi-autom uh, transmission. Yeah. And a lot of the owners of Gallardos were like, if you have the auto one, it's actually healthier to drive the car in the manual mode than to let yeah. it do it itself. Well, yeah, because so what the Artronic transmission is an automated six speed manual transmission. So it is a manual transmission, but it has a computer that can do all the manual transmission and all the gear shifts for you instead. So that would provide the efficiency and the fuel economy of having a automatic while also providing the performance of. Well, so let me reverse that. Fuel efficiency and fuel economy of a manual because those are proven to be more efficient and the performance of an automatic. I mean, are manuals really more efficient at the end of the day? They are. They are. Are they, though? Well, if you have a sports car, no, they're not. 
but if you have an everyday, <laughs> if you compare a normal Ford Focus SEL, yeah, that's true, with a manual transmission to a same exact Ford Focus SEL with an automatic transmission, you will get better gas mileage out of the manual transmission. I was going to say, I mean, what's I mean, my... Uh... Also user error. Yeah, it was very much user as well, but <laughs> let's say it for just, for just on the highway. On the highway, I believe... I want to say the, the auto would, would win it because it has no. eight... Well, it has more gears you're constantly for constantly changing gears. Mm. There is an overdrive gear when you're on manual transmission. Technically, that would be six for six. you, for your car, and six for my uh, old Focus. Seven for Porsche. Yeah, seven. Yeah, exactly. That's the that's the fuel efficiency gear. That's the cruising gear where you are meant to be able to save gas hmm. using that gear because it is a gear ratio for that reason. It's ratioed for that reason. That's what I should say. I but see. automatic, in a sense, can be fuel efficient too. But uh, uh, I, I I can't really see how because it's always shifting. So even when you're slowing say... down, it shifts gears. But if you're in a manual transmission, you can just cut the gear, put it in neutral, and that's it. Yeah, but how much fuel does um an automatic transmission downshifting really cost you? <laughs> you know, I want to say in general, um automatic transmissions are way more fuel efficient for like you know the average consumer yeah i, I feel like okay so well. <laughs> it's not really what <laughs> it's, really... <laughs> <laughs> it's really not that more fuel efficient we just i just looked it up <laughs> through a survey and through research they have found manual transmissions are two to five miles to the gallon more efficient than automatic, which is not that big of a difference in reality. <laughs> uh, and it's not even all of them, it's just some of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, we'll rule that one into... <laughs> Automatic into the neutral territory. Uh, but... As Mythbusters put it, plausible. 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 Okay. Um. So you Neutral. were talking about. <laughs> you were talking about <laughs> pros uh, and cons. Of rallies, cons. like rallies, a it's a good pro for manual. It yeah. Definitely is. Well, let's not say full on manual. Air quotes manual because it's still yeah. Some we'll, we'll put but... it. Yeah, we'll put it on the in the like manual umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like for off-roading, anything off-roading, really, manual might, like, would take it. Just mm -hmm. Not necessarily, because you can still have an automatic off-roading vehicle, but still have manual uh, selection of a low or a high gear. True. So I feel like that hits... Well, it all depends on what kind of... It depends on what kind of off-road you're doing. If you're talking let's about rock climbing, a, Dakar rally, yeah, trophy truck racing, like... That's true. It all depends on I'm talking on about, bracket. like, rock climbing. Okay, so, so that, rock climbing, I don't know. That's actually a good Because managing a clutch... Yeah, I, mean, I think do automatic... People guys would, do it all the time yeah. with their manuals. You know, I feel like manu uh, automatic would be better with the manual... Uh, automatic high, would definitely be collection. automatic for rock climbing and just climbing anything would be actually no I stress stand inducing. I stand corrected. The manual transmission would be better because 
your car, if you're sitting there trying to get over a hill, it's going to keep trying to change gears. No. Or a rock. Yes, it will. No. Yes, it will. I knew if you, know put, if you put the auto in, in low gear, or if you put it in, you know, just the slide low the shifter over gear. to... Yeah, yeah low... in that case, you're you're forcefully making it a manual. Yeah, so therefore it is a manual. A manual version. with air quotes. Yeah, with air quotes. You're for, but at that point, you're literally making it a manual to stay in the low gear. True. But in, in a manual transmission car, I feel like rock climbing would be best. Just because you're you can purposely be... locked into the first gear. Mm -hmm. and The downside of that would be the clutch, like you were yeah. saying. Yeah. Uh, like, the only thing. Just going uphill at such an angle with a clutch is... Ugh. I mean, but then that also kind of speaks... It's a testament to the skill level of those drivers. That, that is also true. Willing yeah. to, to do that type of stuff. Um, so, okay. So we have Rally. We have... Uh, most off-roading events or not really most but some off-roading events uh such as rock trophy climbing trucking is automatic uh yeah trophy definitely has to yeah has to be the car that. i feel like has to be automatic as well the the baja 1000 yep like, that's just anything flat plane auto mm -hmm. should take what about those racing trucks in europe aren't those all manual you know the one that I showed you at the Goodwill no, Festival? Like, the big the ass, like, the, like basically yeah, yeah. Like a semi, but literally like a, a Scania oh, semi truck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the, the we've had those in Forza, like the semi truck. Yeah, no, that's truck. the same one I showed you from the video on the Goodwood Festival of Speed. Yeah. The one with the engine mounted in between the cab and the, the rear axles. Yeah. I Aren't mean, those all manual? I am about to find out for you. That is a good question. Uh, ooh. Oh, it's a 16 speed. speed manual transmission. Ah. <laughs> I mean, technically, it's a race trans because it has two less gears than a regular automatic. Tr well, not automatic, a regular truck. Yeah. I, all right. I need to look it up. A manual semi truck explanation. <laughs> it's an 18 speed. Because I, 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 I still can't wrap my hand, my hand, my hand, my head around. Um, I mean, you did just wrap your hand around your head there. I saw that. The <laughs> 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 No, that's more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want to drive a semi truck with a manual just to use just the to, Yeah, just to try it. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'm a there's a whole video. Off. We'll watch the video afterwards, but like, yeah. that's insane. Like, you I can think change I've seen that exact videos. video. It's the whole thing it, with like half gears. <laughs> this man has 13 gauges on his goddamn dash. Yeah, yep. no, that's on one section. He has another because they have gauges. the high, low, and then on the side, the 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 half gears. Half gears. So the button, you gotta yeah. you gotta to be moving uh, and doing uh, the finger movements. That trucker's wow. wife must love him. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. That's, that's I feel like though, like so, it's so daunting to us with the 18-speed manual. But it's just like before any of us started driving manual, how it was so scary in a way. Right. I feel like once that's, you just learn how true. to do it, it's fine. As soon as it becomes muscle memory, problem. then there's no worries about it. Yeah, I totally didn't know learn how to drive on other people's cars. Oh yeah, I drew. Uh, I I learned on a um, 
Uh, <laughs> rent a car in Greece. We're not going to talk about wow. who's other people's cars, but <laughs> I mean, I I technically well, basically, I bought a manual car with not knowing how to drive manual. I had to have somebody drive it home from Connecticut with me, and <laughs> and then the guy was like, "Oh, I'm going to teach you how to drive manual," and then he never did. So I was just like, "Screw you!" Every day I came <laughs> home from college, I'm going to teach myself and stall down the street until I learn. <laughs> and that's it's how I did more it. Fun than a stall. Yeah. Or I remember like, like anti theft system. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's nothing uh, more fun than a stall when a light turns green. You're on a hill and there's cars behind you. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, the, the best, part your ass. A, best part of a manuals is like when one of your friends that just you know they're not really into cars and they're like, "What is stalling? What what is a stall?" <laughs> and you're just like, "Oh, you want to know? Dump the fucking clutch." <laughs> and they're you like, "Why does feel like even, a roller coaster?" <laughs> what's even better than that is having your friends get into your car and stall it for the first time. Just watching them panic a little bit, like sorry, oh, I didn't yeah. install. Oh yeah, <laughs> the the shaking. You, and everything. you stole my car the first time you drove it. Like I stole your car three times. Well, I stole your ST every time I drove it. I still have the videos because I had the the camera mount every time I stalled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, think I, I think I stole it the same amount, didn't I? Yeah, you stalled it like two times. Yeah. He's the, uh, Ahmed's definitely stalled it more than you have, especially since oh, he's yeah. driven it more than you have. Well, yeah. But what, the one thing that I feel about manual transmissions and the reason why they're kind of quote unquote dying, people are afraid to drive them because they people are afraid, are afraid to, learn, to learn. That applies to almost everything okay. outside of the automotive world, too. Boy. If people in North America are afraid yeah, yeah, to drive them. We have to because, specify that one. Yes, yeah. because in the EU, the entire Eastern Hemisphere from yeah. us, <laughs> they drive manual transmissions so much more often than we do. All of South America drives manual as That's well. True. That's true. Yeah. Everything except North America. You go to Guyana, like even even the buses that they use for, to transport you from the airport, they're manual. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah, called like mini buses. Manual. They're all manual. For North America, the best anti-theft system is just have a manual car, because mm-hmm. no one wants to take the time to actually learn how to drive it. Yeah. And yeah, when you learn I... how to drive it, is one of the best experiences you will ever have. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. I, yeah, I yeah. That, really so like, there's two manual. things. Um, manual wins in all scenarios for me. It's the amount of fun you'll have will always be higher than a DSG, DCT, or ZF8 auto. Yeah. And just the driving experience of like downshifting and rowing through gears. I remember I had a I had a friend in my S4 when I first got it. Um, he's not into cars at all, but he like saw me. You know, we we're going full ten out of ten, so I was like banging through gears, and he's like, "I like this. You could like really see how you feel the gears changing." Yeah, it's and literally the, back. the synergy between you and the car. Yeah, because like yeah, unmatched. at that point when you're going, you know full throttle you're really connected to the car in a manual exactly and then especially when you learn the like the bite point of the clutch yeah, and exactly and all of this and the gear and the the not only the gear but like the rpms you know exactly when to shift up when to shift yep. down yep. you you and your car are literally one in the same mm-hmm. and there's no better feeling than that and it's like know? it's even more satisfying when you go on these like these mountain runs than me and marcus used to do all the time to the Hawks Nest, Bear Mountain, Storm King Highway, when you're like, 
you see a corner coming up and you downshift into the corner and just full mm-hmm. throttle out oh of it. Oh my god, it's yeah, so that's, fun. That's satisfying. Yeah. And obviously you'll be able to do that in, in automatic as well, but yeah. you won't have that connected feel. It's more like you're just yeah. there along for the ride. You, 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 it, it's just a... It's not just a physical connection, it's a spiritual connection to the car. I, per se, me, at least me, feel like every object cars included has some sort of soul because like there's no way that there's not at least in my opinion but it's you feel completely connected to the car like uh every single time that you shift it's always awesome it feels great and you just want to keep on going I'm always da- like when I was driving the Focus, I was always downshifting or upshifting. It was always something, <laughs> or my foot was on the clutch. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely no feeling like it. Um, automatics, in like I love don't get, I love me an automatic. I've always had an automatic, but shifting over the gear selector and staying in a specific gear that I want to. It's just literally the embodiment of drop a gear and disappear is just beautiful. Yeah, I um, agree. Yeah. I mean, like, this part of me that, because I drove a manual A4 for so long, there's still part of me that wish I got a DSG S4 instead. But then mm-hmm. I was on Instagram the other day and there was this page that reposted my car and I was just reading through the comments. They're like, and it's a bunch of people with S4s. They're like, um, man, sometimes I really regret getting a DSG S4. Like it, like it's fast and fun and all, but it's nothing not the beats same. that feeling. Yeah. yeah, it was the. I think it was one of those videos where I just got the metal slave cylinder put in for mm-hmm. when I did the clutch, and I was up in Storm King, and I just posted it, and it went crazy. Yeah, the, the, the amount of people in there that was just like, man, I should have got a manual S4, manual this, that, you know. I don't regret getting the car that I have now. Yes, it is an automatic transmission, but good God, it is such a blast to drive. Every time that I just hit that downshift flappy paddle, whatever. I mean, yeah, not even the paddles. Your car, you could be cruising. Your car's at eight speed, right? Yeah. Yeah, you could be. I think when I was driving that last night that I was there, um, we were in eighth gear in comfort mode, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Eighth gear in comfort mode, and I floored it because there was a gap in traffic, and it just from eight to third, like nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's it's no ridiculous. going down individual gears. It's just eight, then three, and gone. Especially but I, when you hit that kick down, the responsiveness. Yeah. Is just, oh I mean, the, the whole the whole kick down thing in automatic cars. I understand why it's there, but I'll never like it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because like fair. the RS7 has it. Every well, I wouldn't say every, but a lot of performance cars have it, and then you go down to like civilian cars, like this Nissan Altima that I had as a loner car one time. That had a kickdown pedal, but it was a CVT. Yeah, it, you know, <laughs> it, I don't know. It's just it's eh. it's definitely an experience, and I will always. But I also it. feel like um the whole manual and auto thing. I feel like once you get up to or past a certain amount of horsepower, you kind of need an automatic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Like, <laughs> you know, cars that you see yeah. are automatic. Like, there are I'm specific, talking, like... I'm talking, like, just 
cars you could buy, not even like built cars or anything like 650 horsepower RS6 kind of needs an automatic. But then I could understand having a manual like 1200 horsepower car that will just be fun, you know? At the same time, manual 1200 horsepower Supra. Yeah. At that point, 650 horsepower to 1200 horsepower you're dealing with too much horsepower to also have to try and balance trying to shift gears mm-hmm. when you're trying to do something yeah. there's just i mean like you, you watch it's uh doable, but like like nascar does it <laughs> yeah they, they drive well not anymore no that's just what you know you feed nascars but are they <laughs> well, yeah. well i know they just got a, a new series of car they're not using the old ones anymore and all the drivers kind of hate them because they don't handle properly and all that. Yeah. I, I think uh, I was watching something. One of the really, really big names in NASCAR right now, they dropped out of the league because of it. Hmm. But yeah. That's this is off topic anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, Talk about like reliability in uh, manuals. I feel like manual transmissions... I feel like manual transmissions are also a little bit more... What's the word? Finicky. You put time more points. money in to fix it. Yeah. That's how, what I feel like. You, you have to put more money in to fix it because you have the master cylinder, you have the slave cylinder, yeah. you have the clutch line, you have the clutch pedal, you have the clutch uh, spring, you have, you have all the of that. Buffoon driving the car <laughs> and fucking yeah, it up. <laughs> you have the grand old. Oh. You guys know my friend Matt. You mm-hmm. have the people that uh, money shift, and I'm making sure to send this video just to him. Oh this yeah, podcast my, my episode mechanic, directly to him. My mechanic with this A4, he he no lift shifts. He money sh- well, not money shifts, but <laughs> yeah, he, hopefully he, he, he no lift shifts his A4 that that isn't tuned for no lift shifting. And I'm just oh like, I'm God. just there watching him with my A4. I'm like, I understand that it's faster, but why? <laughs> you know. <laughs> But it's things like that, like the synergy between you and your car that you can literally no lift shift because you know exactly when the RPM range you need to be in to yeah. do that. It's just second to none. It's exactly. Oh, back uh, to the reliability thing. For a manual, there's like no really any way to know when you're going to need a clutch. Like you, you'll know when you need a bleed or when you need a slave cylinder or something or a throw yeah. bearing. But. That's I don't know if, if you get unlucky with me, like me, and uh, you do an upgraded clutch, and then have zero aftermarket support for the slave cylinder, you're just going to be popping plastic <laughs> Audi slave cylinders for an entire year until somebody finally brings out a metal one and you pop it in. And even then, it still goes bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. It, it it lasted like about a year, and it went bad. And now I'm waiting for another one to come in. And... Uh, we need to get you a titanium one. Uh, any sponsors out there want to make a titanium slave cylinder cylinder for an 8.5 s4 yeah so there's that and um i don't know the the whole automatic reliability reliability thing you just got to do your services every for audi it's forty five thousand miles you do your dsg service yeah or whatever they do now for their zfas sure sure it is (laughs) <laughs> what? For, for be for anything 2019 and up, the recommended service is intervals is every 10,000 miles. What? For the trans, the trans is an enclosed system. It doesn't get any service. Oh well, that's what we're talking about. 
Yeah. Yeah, the transmission I'm, doesn't get any service. I'm talking like DSG S4s because that's what I know about. You have oh. to service them every 45,000 miles or they're going to grenade themselves. <laughs> oh, the B9 platform and up does not need to have <laughs> any transmission maintenance. Interesting. So, yeah, I mean, maintenance for my car, I have yet to figure out for the transmission for the ZF8. I'm actually, I have an appointment on November 3rd and I will ask about it then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from there, it's just like, the transmission seems great as it is. Yeah, but I don't see like what, how it's gonna need to need service. Like it's probably gonna need a fluid flush and all that crap. But that's as far as I know. Who knows? You might have a an enclosed one. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you 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 said this ZFA is in the B nine, if it's in my yeah, car, yeah. then it's an enclosed system. Mm-hmm. I don't need Good transmission point. services. ZF8. Or you could check your owner's manual. It'll tell you if you have a. I don't have one in the car. The previous owner stole it. It's fine. I have a website I can give you. Yeah, I. I, Well, the Audi website that you have for that Audi has for customers can actually give you a full on interactive PDF. That's the one I was going to get. Yeah, wait. Don't you also have. If your car is anything like my car, don't you have the owner's manual in the MMI system? No. That is, yes, I do. No, yeah. I don't know if you B9s do. have you it. You guys but... have it in your MMI? Yeah. We go <laughs> to we press the car button and then there's like a little owner's manual tab and you'll go through each you drop down and everything. And they have videos for each drop down tab. Well damn. Yeah. yeah. So ZF eight recommend is recommended every eight years or fifty thousand miles. Fifty thousand miles for us is like two years. I wonder if you're fifty Well <laughs> yeah. If anyone's done your trans service yet. Uh, I can look it up. Because <laughs> I have all the records right behind me. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's considering it's 50,000 miles or 8 years, that's really not that bad. How do you feel about uh, companies like um, Toyota and Nissan trying to keep the manual sports car alive yes. with the yes. manual Supra yes. and the 400Z yes. coming in manual? Yes, all of I'm the. I'm surprised yes. either of those cars were offered in manual. I'm happy that they were. Well, the the Supra wasn't at first, and then with the amount of backlash that they got, they had to. Yeah, it it it's... and it, you know it didn't make sense to me why they didn't do a manual from the start because there are B58 platform cars that have mm-hmm. manual op- options available. Yeah. So it, it, I, I think it, it manual needs to it still exist regardless of what people and the, yeah. the keyboard warriors think because manual transmission is such a awesome it, it, it's at this point it's a relic of an old time because like back in like what was it 80s 90s there's a lot more manual transmissions than there were automatic basically every sports car sports car of that era yeah, was not manual. even every sports it, car it basically was the other every way car. it was the other way around it was, it, it was Having an automatic transmission was like a well, yeah, that's back four to five thousand dollar fucking. Option. It was a four to five dollar. It was a four to five thousand dollar option that people had to opt into. And back in and the now 80s, it's the other days. way. Now the the automatics are cheaper, and if you want a manual, you're looking at like ten k over. Yeah, uh, I think I was building a few cars recently, and the gap from auto to manual to get an auto would be like fifteen hundred on some websites. I forgot what brand it was. It might have been Toyota or something, but 
I don't know. But I mean, with the way that technology has advanced in, you know, automatics, I can understand why it was better to have a manual in the 80s compared to now when it's better to have automatic for performance. Yeah, that's true. True. Awesome. Because that's the, in the 80s and 90s, that's when automatics, they were out, but they were slush boxes. So that you couldn't really make true. any they, true they performance really out of it. Let's see. Brake flush. That's not it. Yeah, no, it, but... Overall, I think we should take a vote on what we think is better. Well, we'd have to do that by category. To... So for yeah. normal everyday cars, sports cars. So let's do... All right, let's start off with normal everyday cars. Which do you guys think is better? Automatic I mean, or manual? I could kind of assume what everybody's going to vote for both, both of these categories. No, I'm asking just you two. I want to say auto is better for a daily, but it's still extremely fun to daily a manual car. Yeah, like so I have you're, you're kind of biased. Like not necessarily, because I do find myself enjoying just driving an automatic Toyota Highlander in traffic <laughs> every now and then, you know? <laughs> I personally go with auto. Yeah. For a daily. For a daily, yes, I agree. Automatic transmission. Sports yeah. car? Now let's let, let's say oh, no, when I say or, sport when I say sports car I mean like sub five hundred horsepower. Mm, I would probably say I manual. think yeah I think manual transmission for sub five hundred is good. Anything above would be too much. I don't know honestly. I would I would because that's basically my car. I would love my car. In, I want to say if if you're gonna do a sports car with a manual, but you plan on you know, tuning it like crazy, doing E85 blends, math injection, all that. Maybe stick with a DSG or DCT or ZF8 Autotrans mm -hmm. compared to manual. Because if you do the manual route and you want to do all that power, then you're going to have to do upgraded clutches, upgraded lightweight flywheels even. Then, then everything around that has to get upgraded to make sure nothing else fails, aka the slave cylinder, release bearing, shit like that. Yeah. So it's all very, very depending on the variables of what the user wants to do to their manual transmission car. That's a good point. But in general, I want to say the manual sports car should be my vote instead of automatic sports car. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What, what about, uh, I mean, like, you could, you could throw these in the in the sports car category, but what about muscle cars, you know? I still mm. live and I'll die on this hill, like all muscle cars with V8s should be manual only or just a boring automatic, not even a ZF8. <laughs> if you get the automatic in a muscle car, they should punish you for getting automatic. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, you know? <laughs> I'll go with that one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah, Don't Don't give people one. a ZF8 with the, with the V8 American motor, you know? Yeah, <laughs> give them a manual. Make them drive the muscle car like it's a muscle car. Yeah, I I will stand with you on that one because now, I mean, this is above the 500 horsepower threshold that we've set. But give me a Hellcat 707 horsepower, I will take the manual. Of course you would. <laughs> <laughs> I would take the manual. Is it a death trap at that point? Yes. Do I care? No. Yeah. So, all right, let's take an overall vote for now. Okay. 
what do you guys think? Uh, you like if you were given the choice, money is not an option. What transmission would you choose on any car? Like, just pick any car and then choose a transmission, and they'll make it happen. Which would you choose? You're saying like even if the trans isn't available for the are car, we, are we daily? Yeah, that, is we just. That's entirely up to you. Let's just say we're buying a car for fun. We already yeah. have other cars to drive. Okay, so just an extra car. I'm going with manual. I mean, okay. this is manual. already offered in the older platform. I don't know. I'm I'm going manual. If, you if I can put me... a manual, if I can manual swap any car and it's an extra car, I'm manual. You give me a Lamborghini Aventador SVJ with a manual trans, and I'll be happy. I will go. Same thing with the C8 RSX in manual. I will go with the ZF8 automatic. Really? Yeah. This car, uh, this this transmission changed my mind. But what car would you pick? My car, exactly. With your ZF8, <laughs> we already have that. Yeah, exactly. Then I would pick it over again if I could. I'd get it brand new, zero miles. So you want this car is amazing. You want a not ran through version of your car. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I, I really want to know what the previous owner of your car did to it. I really want to know too, because there's no way it wasn't tuned. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Piston Rings and Car Things. We hope you enjoyed the real-time processing of our three combined brain cells explaining our takes on automatics versus manuals. We plan on making a social media account so we could hear your take on everything we discussed on this episode. Our next episode, Car Maintenance, will be out on October 27th. Be sure to tune in. See you then.